Romans chapter 5 verse 20 is one of the verses in the Bible that can be misunderstood if it is not properly interpreted. Let's go there now. Romans chapter 5 verse 20 I quote from the New King James. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. Unquote. Often the confusing part is the last part of the sentence where it says where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. From its surface it seemed to say that well, the more sin, the more grace we get. But is this what Paul was trying to say in his epistles to the Romans? Let's explore that now. Well, Paul here in verse 20 is trying to amplify what he was saying in verse 19. Here at verse 19, Paul was comparing the corporate effects of what Adam did and what Jesus did. He was saying for Adam's disobedience, the corporate effect was many were made sinners. In short, the entire humanity were made sinners. And the corporate effect of what Jesus did 2000 years ago, being his obedience, many will be made righteous. Then after Paul said that, he amplified and expanded it in verse 20. And the verse 20 started with the words moreover the law entered. The question then is why the law entered or why was the law even introduced? Well, the answer is in the verse 20 itself. One of the reasons God gave the law is that offense might abound. Now before we go any further, the word abound simply means existing in plentiful. Who did God gave the law to? Well, he gave the law to the Jews, and through the Jews it was meant to then be communicated to the entire human race. The law was given to the Jews not to make them righteous, or to save them but the law was given to them so that they might recognize that sin has abounded in their lives or in other words the law was given to them so that they know that sin was existing in plentiful in their lives there is a glaring question here in this sentence it says I quote, moreover, moreover, the law entered that the offense, the offense, one offense might abound. Well, how does one offense then become plenty of offenses, if you like? Let's explore that. See, the word the offense refers to one offense. It is not referring to the personal sins of the Jewish nation, you know, all the offenses cumulatively all the offenses of the nation this the offense is obviously referring to adam's offense adam's sin 
It is singular. Now, what does that mean? When did Adam's sin abound? Well, the obvious answer was it abounded in the lives of his children. In verse nineteen, Paul tells that Adam's sin made us all sinners. Therefore, since we are all sinners by nature, the only fruits we can bear are sinful acts. That is how Adam's sin became abound. But then this has a follow-up question: How did the Jewish nation know that they had sinned? How did we know that Adam's sin has produced a whole human race of sinners? Well, the answer is seen in Romans chapter three, verse twenty. It says, "The law gives us the knowledge of sin." In other words, God didn't give the law. First to the Jewish nation and then to everyone else, God did not give the law to solve the problem of sin. God gave the law so that human race would know what sin is. God wanted to expose the problem of sin to us all. He gave us the law so that we can remove the deception of self-righteousness and show us what we really are like inside. Now, with that understanding, we are ready to tackle the second part of the verse, where sin abounded, grace abounded much more. The best explanation that I've come across was by Pastor Jack Sequira. He explained it in this way. He says, "Number one, Adam's sin made us sinners, and because of this, we have borne many sins as fruits." Of our sinful nature. In other words, beside Adam's sin, we all cumul、uh, cumulatively we all have committed many many personal sins. So we have a dual problem: our sinful nature, brought about by Adam's sin, adding to it our personal sins or personal acts of sins. And there is nothing we can do to escape this dual problem. Well, nothing we can do by ourselves, unless, of course, we accept the gift of Jesus Christ. So this is what Paul was saying in this first part of this sentence that where sin abounded. But the second part also says that, or recognizes that we have a dual problem, being Adam's sins plus our own individual sins. Then it says the. Grace of God abounded much more, and what does much more mean? Much more simply means this: first, that the grace of God, in other words, the life and death of Jesus Christ, has not only liberated us or saved us from Adam's sins plus our own personal sins; it also gives us positive righteousness. You see, the grace of God cancels Adam's sin, and the blood of Jesus Christ. Cancels or forgives us of our personal sins, as great as that may be, it still leaves one unsolved problem for us. We are still not qualified for heaven. What does this mean? Well, Jesus did much more than simply paying the price of our personal sins, our past sins, our present and future. 
Jesus also brought to us positive righteousness, so that in Jesus we own we not only have forgiveness but we also have righteousness. This is the much more than Paul was talking about. We have a righteousness that fully satisfies the positive demands of the law, so that when we accept Christ as our Savior, we not only get our dual problem being Adam's sin and our past, present and future sin forgiven, we are also seen to be righteous in the eyes of God. This is the much more that Paul was talking about, much more than just having the sins solved. We have an added ability to now enter heaven because we are seen as righteous in God's eyes. And when Jesus comes a second time, we will be glorified. And when we are glorified, we will be truly, truly righteous in preparation for entering God's heaven. This is what Paul was saying in Romans chapter 5, verse 20. Amen. Amen. 